Uh, okay. Hello. <laughs> this is Clem Bianchi. I'm a courier, delivering mail in space, one package at a time. If you're hearing this message, I need some help. I'm trying to deliver a package to a guy on Pluto. Says his name is Gorge Flummox. If anyone knows a Gorge Flummox on Pluto, please let him know I've been trying to reach him about his box of Lunarian cheese. I know the box is full of cheese because for the last few weeks, I've started hearing things when I touch my cargo. When I pick up a letter or a package, I hear conversations and sometimes even see things tied to whoever the mail is for or from. I call it the letter opener. It's yanked me into some real situations. A haunted house, a pizza delivery drag race, and even a revolution to take a city back from the bigwigs who keep its hoverboard sports engine humming. You can hear all about it on Additional Postage Required, a bi-weekly audio drama on the Moonshot Podcast Network, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Anyway, if you know Gorge, please tell him to give me a call. I think his cheese is starting to move around in the box. Hi everyone, I'm Andrew. I'm Marn. And this is the Argonauts Podcast. Every two weeks I fail to solve an ARG, and Marn tells me what I should have done instead. Yeah, and this week we are talking about Marathon again. We're doing part two. <laughs> continuing the continuing the race, keeping keeping running. Marn, are you excited to get into space mining and clone logistics? I am. So you may remember that last time we talked about two of the four, like, faction paths of this arg. We talked about uh, Psychoguchi Genetics and Traxxas, which is like the space mining corporation. Yeah, the, the genetics company was also just like a big clone op, right? Like they had, then they had a secret third type of clone. Yeah. The iPhone and, um, of clones. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, and Traxxas is like buying clones from them to do like kind of unethical mining uh, stuff on like asteroids and shit. Digging up podcasts, doing all sorts of illicit mining affairs. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so who are the who are the other two uh, the other two the factions? I guess who? So what are the other two factions that we're dealing with today? So the other two factions uh, we have already heard a little bit about. They are Mida and uh, UESC, which is um, United Shipping Company. Um, and we know that uh, the UESC is a competitor to Traxxas, and Mida is uh, they they've cropped up in in both of the faction uh, paths that we've talked about so far. Is kind of like the guys who are trying to fuck everything up and like give the <laughs> players hints on like how to hack these corporations. Cool. Uh, well, so, where do we want to get started today? So let's talk about Mina. Uh, they are actually in the original marathon game. Uh, that is came the, out in 1994. Is this the first thing that's actually from marathon so far? Uh, besides, like, small references that people, like, pulled out of lore, of, like, lore documents, yeah. Okay. Uh, they are a, well, originally in the, in, a in the original marathon, they were a political party based on Mars. Um, they, uh, 
the the in-game text says, uh, Maida, as it was known, was a popular political party until the failed coup of 2321, when their popularity suffered during their short rule. Maida gained control of Mars for only three months, but their rule was ruthless and cruel. The Maida death squads killed anyone that they suspected of being loyal to the UEG. Although accurate census data is not available for that period, it is estimated that about 10% of the population was killed. Um, after the failed coup, the leaders of Maida were executed for their crimes, and the political organization was banned in all forms. The organization has survived as an underground terrorist organization and remains active t- to this day. Okay. Um, the date of the failed coup was changed by Bungie uh, to be later in the timeline after the release of Marathon, uh, <laughs> because I guess they like went through and... and uh, kind of cleaned up timeline inconsistencies at some point. Sure. Um, nobody knows what MIDA stands for. It's never explained in game. Oh, it's like all caps M I D A. Yeah. Okay. Well, like um, Midas, they, everything they touch turns to gold. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, this guy says the fact that MIDA are still alive in 2884 would indicate that they are very good at what they do. But what exactly is it the MIDA do now? <laughs> Um, and, and pretty early on in the ARG, uh, it was found that uh, Maida had a Twitter account at WeAreMida, um, and they also had uh, that linked out to a website called HeroSilence.com and a YouTube account called uh, WeAreMida. Um, but the website was seized by the UESC. If you go to it now, it says this domain has been seized. Uh, following an operation conducted by the UESC Office of Data Protection and Interstellar Confidentiality, pursuant to Cybersecurity Code 77-whatever, uh, the co- the contents found within this domain have been found to be damaging to the security and safety of Earth, Mars, their satellites, and all bodies under UESC jurisdiction. Okay. Uh, and the, the Twitter was deleted and the YouTube account uh, exists but was wiped. Okay. Yeah. Um, and they also, there was like a little bit of a, uh, of a real life component in which, uh, Maida defaced public property in, uh, in Venice Beach with Maida tags, (laughs) which, uh, the UESC later covered over. Um, oh, the UESC stands for uh, Unified Earth Space Council. That's what it stands for. I just okay. paged it over to their page. They're like the government. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and they also do like sh- like space shipping and stuff because we know that they uh, we know that they're competitive with Traxxas. Um, Maida posted a tweet uh, the same day that their Twitter was discovered. Um, that said, militarized infosec defense assault, SC hush hush, SETI out the bag, new gold rush, old world new. What's waiting? Colony other? Intelligence other? Um, most of their tweets started with, uh, something using the MIDA acronym. Okay. So militarized infosec defense assault, MIDA. Uh, they also had a... a zine available on their site called Anti Rev Plus. Ooh, uh, you zines. could download. Yeah, you could download uh, issue forty six seventy three, 
um, which is now also seized by the UESC, uh, and you can't <laughs> see it anymore. Um, but if you found, uh, if you found it before it was seized, uh, you would get a message that said, we, Mida is rising. We slash you are Mida. Welcome to anti-rev. Issue 4763C in a non-sequential lighting of an ever-present spark. Okay. And uh, instead of a actual, like, PDF or anything, it was a little video of, like, a bunch of, like, revolutionary and uh, anti-UESC art. Hell yeah. Um, and once you'd viewed it, you could, like, download all of the individual images. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you, like, moved your cursor all the way to the far right of the page, there was, like, a hidden download link. Um, and the cover page said, uh, anti-rev, Mida is rising, Mida is dead, against slash four. Um, and the second page had... Two official versions, one was in the video and one was on the download, um, and the difference was that uh, some of the pages in like the, the version that you could download as images had certain letters in bold, um, and the video didn't. Okay. Um, and the letters in bold spelled out, if they can steal the moon, they can steal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and if you found uh, the bolded letters on pages three and four, uh, you got a full sentence, which was, if they can steal the moon, they can steal your life minute by minute. Damn. Okay. That went harder than I was expecting. <laughs> which was a um, a reference to um, the UESC converting one of the Martian moons into a colony um, between the years, uh, 2408 and 2472. Um, and this guide says, even after 400 years, this loss is still felt by new Mida and is a common theme in their writings and graffiti. <laughs> uh, and there were comments on the site that said, we remember Deimos, which was the moon that got colonized. Okay. Um, there's also a, uh, they I, also you know post- what? I kind of, I, I kind of lost sight of the fact that, like, I was like, yeah, they could steal the moon. Hypothetical. No, they <laughs> stole a fucking moon in this, huh? Yeah. No, I, they literally colonized the moon. Yeah, I. <laughs> does put a little, little extra set of urgency into this that I was kind of <laughs> ignoring for a second there. Specifically, they turned it into a spaceship and like flew it away. Oh, hell. <laughs> well, how else would you steal a moon? <laughs> Pop a couple rocket boosters on the end of the steering wheel on the front. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and also in a YouTube comment, uh, Maida posted, The old guard is withering vines, new era rising. We are not the settled gen. Rather die than give in. Here is new Maida. Uh, and linked the, uh, the zine. This was in a YouTube comment on that... Uh, like marathon behind the scenes video that had a bunch of like arg clues in it. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um and there was there's a lot more of the zine. It was like 37 pages. Uh one of them had a bunch of keys to different substitution ciphers on it. Um 
and some of the subsequent pages had those uh those substitution ciphers that you could then go and decode now that you had uh the keys um one of them said manifestos and ramblings sounds like most zines i know <laughs> uh another said in a, in a is- good way i realize it is in parentheses positive <laughs> yeah uh another one of them said motivate inspire disrupt agitate mida is old mida is new mida is dead mida is rising mida is old mida once fought for martian independence now mida bargains from their seat at the table trading every possible future for each new distraction Mida once held an entire world hostage. Now Mida spends its integrity on the trimmings of privilege and the lie of favor among the ruling elite. Mida once suffered. No corruption now. Mida is corrupt. Mida is new. Mida is tired of old ways and old games. Mida is tired of promises unkept and loyalties traded on the whim of markets and personal advantage. Mida has seen the broken spirit of the people and it demands justice. Hmm. It's a really interesting uh, space terrorism manifesto. Yeah, it's it's wild to have this just kind of dropped in the middle of your ARG. Just like, yeah, here's a just a, a big manifesto in the middle of everything that like has clues yeah. and stuff. It's a cool physical document. It's really cool. Yeah, there's another one that said, uh, Compatriots, allies, foes, a new Mida is rising from the invisible shadow of Deimos where our forebearers... Frightened sheep have buried their heads, willing to trade their slash our freedom for the luxuries, yoke of processed, packaged, pandering consumerism when interplanetary power was possible. They were weak, but we are strong and infinite in spite of them, tempted by the same consolation prizes, naked pacifications, but unwavering. We relieve the old guard corrupt of their posts, the cataracts of complacency dulled, then blinded their vision of a unified council we are up against the unforgivable crime of luxury over community self over selves the red world bled so freedom fighters cowards could barter their ideals for extravagance an easy trap but inexcusable we remove them to free them we challenge them to show them better ways better days outside a system we must disrupt from within out we will never achieve if we remain cattle mindless husks empty throngs shuffle toward the silence of comfort and all its rewards there are worlds, possibilities beyond Earth, Mars, out in the shadowed places where runners run, out where the lost child hides, where security lacks control, where rather than relinquishing our lives to artificial indifference engines, spinning us, we, me, you, through a system that is a cycle, that cycles us through its systems, we can have, be, dream more. We can, we will, we must, manifest, insight, defy, atone. There's a lot of, I don't know, maybe it's just the relevance of recent events but there's a lot of like palestinian parallels in this it feels yeah, like i it's but also with, interesting uh, just with everything with mars and how it seems to have gone yeah it's also interesting that like they draw a very clear line between new mida and old mida they're like yeah old mida sucks because mm-hmm. like they failed and let themselves become complacent and we're denouncing them. Yeah, I. Yeah, this is. It's really interesting that they're putting this in the middle of an ARG for not Halo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Um, and and yeah, there was a there was a bunch of stuff like that. There was uh, they were all like signed by different writers. Uh, some of whom were like the screen names of like actual bungee writers that worked on Marathon, which is fun. Cool. Uh, there was one that said, uh, "The wind spins, the wheel spins, the cage in motion." The spokes position to endure, designed in place to drive us forward. We are hungry, we are angry, we are bored, we are eager. The system must change, the system must end. Hmm. Okay. Uh, there were some that were explicitly about uh, space mining, um, and that it was bad. <laughs> it is, I don't know, It's it's always a little wild to get something that has such a, what feels like a direct parallel. And then yeah. it's also just like, and another thing, space mining is going too far. <laughs> yeah, it, it's interesting that they made kind of a, uh, like, s- sort of credible anarchy group with, like, a relatable message. Mm-hmm. And then we're also like, don't mine on Mars. It's bad. We should take their mining tools away from them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got to connect back to the plot of the ARG somehow. Yeah. Uh, there was also a poem that had a line that said, uh, from scabbed sands to the stars, uh, which was also in Maida's Twitter bio and, uh, and YouTube bio, and uh, people found that there is a area in Destiny 2 called the Scablands that is on Mars, and if you go there, you can find the Marathon logo in the sand. That's cool. Which is very cool, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, there were also a couple poems that were also animated GIFs. Uh, one of them has a drawing of a screaming face slowly, like, come in over top of the of the text on the page, <laughs> which is fun. Love a good scary face. <clears throat> yeah, you know. What if a fucked up website looked at you? <laughs> Truly, what if a fucked up website looked at you? Uh, the 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 pages get farther away from like uh cohesive manifestos and more towards kind of like abstract poetry as you go through uh the zine there's there's a lot more sort of like abstract stuff happening here um and uh a lot of like fight the puppet masters that are controlling us and like making us do consumerism (laughs) stuff going on (laughs) hate it when they make me do consumerism. Oh, yeah. I hate it. Uh, there was one where they made uh, the Unified Earth Space Council acronym into Usurp Enemies Seeking Control. Yeah. Get them. Yeah. <laughs> and also useless elites suffer consequences. <laughs> Fucking get their asses. <laughs> Liberation through acronymology. Uh, there was a page referring to, uh, with a picture that referred to Deimos as the lost child, um, of Mars. And, uh, it had a picture of Mars with, like, a bleeding wound in it, uh, which had also appeared on the graffiti that Maida did in, in Venice Beach. 
And um, there was one, there was a page that just said, rise, 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 stars and beyond, uh, with ciphertext that decoded to resist. <laughs> oh, there was one that had a little gif of a, of a miner on it. Oh. Oh. So now, uh, it's, yeah. Is Mida made up of like clones or are they against clones? Where exactly are they fitting into other things? I think the implication is that they are people who are native to Mars because they were originally like a Martian political party and mm-hmm. are now like a like a radical group trying to like overturn corporations and the government right okay i don't know some of them could be clones <laughs> yeah okay I'm, I'm just curious where all the connections lie okay yeah um and there were there were two pages of the uh of the zine that weren't included in the original pdf um and it uh and players were kind of wondering why they uh they were only in the video and not in the pdf but i think they were inserted later um, there is a theory on this, um, summary page that they had, they were omitted because they, uh, had information about events that hadn't been released in, like, other storylines of the ARG yet. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> because, like, some of them pertained to pages that the players hadn't yet discovered or that, like, hadn't been uploaded to the other websites yet. Gotcha. Um... But it was it was still possible to see the pages in like the video or um if you like looked in the source code you could like find the download of them. Um <laughs> But it says uh reading these pages reading these pages at this stage in the marathon ARG is like finding stray jigsaw puzzle pieces down the back of a couch and wondering what they make. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, then I won't um, ask. <laughs> well, one of them uh, said, uh, the trouble isn't people. People are the best of us. Even flawed, even broken, people are real. Tracks is a lie. No board, no truth. Tracks is four. The lion ate the board. The vulture wears their bones. The serpent speaks their tongue. The goat inside its cage. Are they like us? Is rampancy evolution? Decay? Planned obsolescence traps the unintelligence. Are they just us? Can a lie be real? Can a lie be me, you, us, we? Can a lie belong in the past? Do they always come home? And I think hmm. serpent was one of the passwords that they like needed to get into one of the Traxxas pages. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, one of them was uh, talking about another member of Mida who uh, had been, like, the one to uncover all of the, like, Sekiguchi genetics and Traxxas stuff that was going on and was, like, going off the grid. Okay. Uh, because, like, security was coming after them. <laughs> uh, and it ends with no fun no one said rev would be okay uh there is also a uh a call for a crew of fast movers for a possible disruption opportunity hmm yeah uh <laughs> cut cutthroats and corpo goons need not apply yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> and it was basically uh, saying like we're going after uh, like it. It's all in like elite speak, but the the gist is like, hey, we're gonna do some space piracy and like go after this thing that uh that UESC search and rescue is is already after. We're gonna try and get there first. <laughs> I like that these guys do space piracy. That's pretty fun. You look, you can't go wrong doing space piracy. It it's as cool as regular piracy, but you could do it in space. What is there to it's what is there to hate? So true. Uh there was another like Mida animated gif uh that looked like it was supposed to represent the uh the vulture, serpent, lion, and and the goat uh that we talked about in regards to Traxus. Uh, and it said, power, wealth, control, no truth, boneless bureaucrats, uh, Traxxas IV. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's also the, I think, the last page uh, said, heard the rumors, believe the lies, the marathon is out there. We talk in code, but code can't always translate, so gonna be clear. Progo is full go, SETI in play, runners prep your clones, there's gonna be a push. Are you ready? You're welcome to come along for the shove. There's going to be a run out the system, all or nothing. Neural sinks link us to transient immortality. Why waste it here? The stars are waiting. The marathon is waiting. The UESC knows. The corpse know. Tracks in the high castles. Tracks controls the wheel. The system hides the truth. Ones and zeros. We're heading out. Not all, just those who do. The marathon is waiting. The marathon is waiting. Why be stuck? Why stay here? Toso's nothing but but Christ, that has to be a a uh short for something that i don't know about mm-hmm. new rapper new leash same tragedy marathon is waiting a new chance risk dead and life <laughs> by marathon i guess <laughs> bungie looks directly into the camera and tells you marathon is waiting marathon is a video game that is coming out in t- in 2023 you should buy it Actually, is Marathon coming out this year? Uh, that's a good question. I think it's coming out next year. Okay. I stupidly typed Marathon 2023 into Google. It and got races? Yep. Yep, same. 100%. <laughs> did the same thing. <laughs> I got a list of uh, marathons in the United States. Yeah, and then I typed... Yeah, it's coming next year. <laughs> I searched Marathon video game, and then the Google smart thing said, uh, did you want to ask what's the release date for Marathon? And I said, thank you, Google, and clicked it. And it says December 21st, 1994. Thank you, Google. <laughs> um. Yeah, apparently it's coming in next year, but they, they didn't give an exact date. So that was... The end of the Mida track, uh, besides like the stuff that they tweeted that was like, hey, here's the password to like the the Traxxas site. Don't ask how we got this <laughs> in the <laughs> earlier tracks. <laughs> but yeah, that was uh that was basically the end of their uh of their thing. They like they posted a thirty seven page zine manifesto and then uh got their site taken down by the government <laughs> uh, yeah that's about how it goes yep that's the <laughs> that's the arc so now it's time to talk about uesc uh the uh uni- unified earth space council okay. um 
They are also, they also appear in the original marathon. Um, in fact, um, we know the name of, uh, of one of their presidents, uh, Marcus Tiberius Buendia. Great name. Uh, who in like one of the, in one of the lore logs was about like a, uh, a speech that he gave prior to the launch of the UESC marathon. Okay. Um, the UESC pre-launch event also had its own, uh, little, like, in-game log from, like, the the marathon's first science director, uh, said the UESC president came aboard marathon and gave a speech, short but to the point, he was surrounded by his bodyguards. How ironic. This, the grandest technological achievement of, of all mankind. Had he only known that it carried also all of the destructive knowledge of mankind. Ten cyborgs. I'll be glad to be put in stasis for the next 300 years. Marathon was the only good idea that the UESC has had in a long time. (laughs) It's so good. They should have made a video game out of it. Uh, the in-game text also refers to the UEG, United Earth Government. This could sometimes cause confusion when people mix up Unify and United, and call the UESC the United Earth Space Council. Further confusion arises when terms such as UESG and USEC are introduced in later games of the trilogy. (laughs) Uh, and the UESC page was found, uh, because when, um... People were sending in uh, emails to Traxus and getting like auto replies from Traxus's AI. Uh, if you sent in the right uh, code phrase, which you remember they did by sending the entire text of the Traxus webpage to the email address and hoping that a word on there would trigger the correct response. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they, uh, they found that, uh, probably what had triggered it, uh, was a redundant piece of code in the webpage that had a email address, uh, that had, that was like admin and a string of numbers at uesc.insec, uh, data password axion. Uh, from there, they found uh, that the UESC has a website at uesc.io. Okay. Uh, which you can still access. Uh, but when they first accessed it, it uh, displayed only a failure to connect message. Um, and it has since reverted to the same failure to connect uh, to uesc.io screen when you access it. Uh, and it looks like a in-game terminal from Marathon the game. It has, like, a little, like, opening connection to server, um, and then, like, an IP address, uh, and then it says, like, failed to connect to uesc.io. Okay. Um, and the thought was that, um... There was just, like, not anything to find on this website yet, or that, like, maybe players had found it too early by dumping the entire website text into the email. (laughs) (laughs) That's how they got through the last one, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, maybe they brute-forced it too early, and, uh, and the website wasn't ready for them yet, because 
six hours later, once the uh, the the little documentary video on the YouTube went live, the UESC website updated, um, and you can now access more than just a loading screen. Uh, it like actually attempted to kind of like load the terminal that you were looking at, and then it took you into the UESC site. Uh, it says. Welcome to the welcome to the Unified Earth Space Council, the preeminent governing body for human expansion into the stars. Our organization is dedicated to ensuring the continued success of humanity's foray into space through rigorous protocols, diplomacy, and peacekeeping actions. And then it asked you, uh, it prompted you for a username and password to continue into the site. Okay. Um, and people noticed that. Uh, in like the code dump that you uh, that you saw when the site booted up, uh, was the code for a uh, an emblem in Destiny, a marathon themed emblem in Destiny. Um, oh, cool! Which uh, wasn't enabled in Destiny when the site <laughs> went up, but Bungie then uh, enabled it later and uh, and made it public on Twitter. <laughs> that we're like. Hey, you can go access this now. <laughs> there are like two teams that did not quite talk to each other closely enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the players found that the uh, the username and password they had found in the source code of the um, of the Traxxas site worked on the UESC page. Uh, and when you logged in. It, uh, you got, I'm going to send you an image. Okay. You got this, uh, which is called uescroot.png. Oh, what are you, like a calendar or a map? Uh, it is the root directory of the UESC's folder structure. Fascinating. Okay. And it has uh, seven named folders, uh, Entropy, Gaspra, Helio, Metis, Proteus, Stardust, and Vesta. Yeah. Uh, and some led to other folders, and some led to dead ends. And so it was basically just like a file maze that you had to go through. This is um, cool. So It's very cool. So like you could uh, click on the Proteus folder and navigate through like three different sub-levels of folders... Uh, which would get you to an apparent dead end and a folder called Futurum. That's so cool. I love this kind of like a, a file maze is such a uniquely online and uniquely uh-huh. digital experience. I I love something like this. File mazes are, are so fun for ARGs. They're like just the right amount of frustrating, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the the players had to like go through and basically like map out each folder and what was inside of it and and kind of make a map of this maze, which was very fun. Uh, some of them dead ended at like here's a here's a fun little computer wallpaper for you. Every every dead uh, end is just butts.jpg. <laughs> Uh, and some of them just did ended at like regular regular folders like Futurum. Uh, they were all like Latin and, and Greek stuff. Okay. Um, but the the four uh, files that had little like 
backgrounds of like the different logos for Marathon that you could put on your computer were uh, monitoring, propaganda, prototypes, and data log. Okay. Yeah. Um, and they were each just like uh, desktop and phone wallpapers that had the uh, that had the like the logos of the different corporations. Okay. Um. Apparently, that was the end of a uh, of the UESC track. Like they haven't found what uh what is there yet aside from those. Unless they're still locked in the in the UESC labyrinth. I guess. Well, good good luck, players. <laughs> cause the yeah, cause the site uh the site has since gone down, so I guess they can't access it anymore. Oh, I wonder if these devs didn't go through like big layoff stuff, did they? I don't think so. I don't think so. Not Bungie. Yeah, not Bungie. So, hmm. I wonder if if something happened behind the scenes or if weird but is is this where the arg as a whole ends or just this uh section hang on i'm looking at a different document to see if other people like dug stuff out of this um okay yeah, 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 yeah. okay um so if you go into the futurum uh yeah so if you go into the futurum folder you're also prompted for a separate username or for a separate password um and the password had uh, been hinted at on the Mida Twitter account. Um, okay. Over like the course of a couple tweets, uh, they they sent a couple that had like weird random characters and like uh, like up and down arrows in them. Uh, and they sent tweets that said uh, multiple interpretations don't agree. Map of the 14 leads to truth. This is map. Uh, and then, like, up, down arrows and at signs. Map is key. Um, and hmm. there was another... They found something else that... Oh, this was this was the, uh, the mystery, like, 14-character password that they were looking for that we talked about last time. Yeah, I remember 14 being a, being a number that mattered. Yeah, so they, they, they were able to find that. They, uh, they took the first letters from all of the keywords that they had found um, and were able to un, uh, unscramble it to sick iter ad astra which is a motto that Bungie uses. And they use the, the key from Maida to replace some characters with exclamation points and some with at signs. And then everything that got a up arrow uh, was an uppercase. Okay, cool. Yeah, and that was the, uh, that was the password to get into Futurum, this, like, mystery folder. Awesome. Um, and... Uh, since I guess like the day after they found it, it's been locked down and you can no longer access it. Uh, huh. and it, it, the API has been set to always return with permanent lockdown. Okay. I, I assume this is <laughs> in universe, not out of universe. So they're just yeah. like, okay, cool. Y'all solved it. Please get out of our fake system. We need to <laughs> move these hard drives over to doing literally anything else. 
Yeah, because it uh it it had a uh a folder in it called Eunice that had a dump of a bunch more uh wallpapers, um, a couple like MP4s and a bunch of uh PDFs. Okay. Uh, and there were a bunch of PDFs specifically that had the acronym Progo in the file name. Uh, which is a reference to Project Goliath, which I think was mentioned last time, uh, which was the name of the project that UESC had started to reestablish contact with the ship, the UESC Marathon, uh, and the ca- and the the colony that they had gone and started on uh, on Tau Ceti Four. Okay, do you? No marathon lore enough to tell me what that means in regards to the game? Uh, nope, but I'm sure the wiki could tell me. <laughs> no, it's no uh, worries if that's... What What I've gleaned from, like, reading the, uh, the lore documents is that, like, it is... Tau Ceti 4 is a planet that the UESC Marathon, which was, like, the ship that they sent, uh, was, like, sent to colonize... Um, and they did, and then the planet was destroyed. Okay. And then they did well, multiplayer arena battles for, until the end of time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Know. Yeah. Um, and, and the UESC sent, uh, like they started Project Goliath because they had specifically like lost contact with the colony and like were sending people out to be like, yo, what's going on? Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, so there uh there were some documents, uh there was an email chain about uh the the ship the UESC Equanimity, uh which was the ship that they sent out for Project Goliath. Uh there was a manifest, there was a note to the crew and also a memo summarizing the different AIs, um the 11 different AIs that were aboard the UESC Marathon. Plus eight, like, lesser AIs. Okay. I know we're getting into multiple AIs territory. How you doing, Marn? I know this is your favorite thing. <laughs> I I would be doing better if we if we knew kind of more about them, but I guess you'd have to play the game to uh <laughs> to know that. So I, I I guess the implication here with that kind of like end of end of file path is that like the a lot of the story in the new marathon game is going to deal with like this expedition that's been like sent to find out what happened to the the UESC marathon. Okay. Cuz uh yeah, cuz the the memo to like the crew says that like their primary objective is um reestablishing regular reliable communications with the colony at Tau Ceti. Um, if upon arrival at the colony, it is discovered that, uh, the cause of the interruption in communication was not naturally occurring, but that it was fabricated or excavated by anti-government elements, um, all parties responsible for or in support of the act must be uncovered and neutralized. Okay. So there's sort of like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna extrapolate that this is the thing that Maida is also trying to get to before, like, the UESC search and rescue folks. Mm-hmm. So there's sort of 
I think just like a weird space race going on here to like go back to that space colony where the the ship the marathon landed sure and like find out what happened there that makes sense yeah and like i think i think traxus is involved because they're like using traxus's ships to do it Mm -hmm. no that makes a lot of sense yeah i'm i'm kind of fascinated by this (laughs) (laughs) i i i I like what they're what they're setting up for like here's our game that takes place like several years like 20 or more years after like the original game that we put out in the 90s yeah i think it's a a neat setup i don't know anything about marathon beyond this arg but uh (laughs) and it's not quite enough to get me into playing a a bungee first person shooter but i hope people enjoy it yeah i'll i'll watch uh like a lore explainer video (laughs) about it in in several months after it comes out read the marathon (laughs) novels yeah yeah okay so is that what what more do we have in the ARG? Where are we going from here? That's that's pretty much it. That's like the last that uh that these sites have updated. Like I think the last thing was like they they found that password, they got the file dump, uh the UESC website no longer works, the MIDA website was shut down by the UESC uh and uh and everybody's going to space. The last place uncorrupted by capitalism. <laughs> asterisk well all right uh cool i'm because we're doing this episode uh you all are welcome i'm excited to see this pick up uh tomorrow friday um yeah literally (laughs) i i have to assume that like they might pick it up closer to the actual release date mm -hmm. but it i mean there aren't a lot of like dangling loose ends like it, it really seems like everybody found everything there was to find in the first like three days that it was out there on the internet yeah it just kind of um, seems like it ends on a like and the journey continues yeah buy our like, game. And, and, <laughs> and buy our game to find out what happens next <laughs> <laughs> i do love it when you solve an arg and the solution is drink more ovaltine uh-huh <laughs> but like i i think in this case like they it's sort of like the same thing that they did with I Love Bees, where they were like, oh yeah, all of this is just like a prologue to the game. Right. And like, if you want to find out like the actual big events that happen, play our game. And it's one of those things that you don't want, like, you don't want to make the people that play Marathon sit through a 20 minute cutscene to explain all of this, you know? So it's one of those things that like, it's nice to have a place where the people that are dedicated to the marathon lore, uh, can, can (laughs) have their fun for a couple days before the the game comes out a game that's much more concerned with how the reload time feels. (laughs) Yeah. This one was for the, the true budgie lore heads. (laughs) (laughs) The lore girlies out there. I hope you all are eating good. All right. Well, Marn, uh, what do you think about the story of this ARG? You said you were a fan? A, yeah, I had a fun time with it. I I do like when when an ARG for like a uh a piece of media kind of takes the time to uh to set up a lot of background stuff that they might not actually get to in like the game or the movie or the TV show or whatever. See, I I think it's it's really not for me when a when a thing is just here to be 
background information because I, I I'm not a person that like opens up a game and then goes straight to the codex and says, "Ooh, let's dig into the deep lore here." <laughs> so for me, I I always I I, I struggle with args like this. Uh, I think partially because I'm being told the story of it, and the story of it is. So Marathon exists. Let me tell you about the background <laughs> lore of my favorite thing. Um, but yeah, so for me, this plot is not super... It's, it's just not super compelling. There's a lot of neat stuff involved in this, but it's just not not a, not a the style of arg that I'm super into. I, I, yeah, I, I need a I, character to sink my teeth into. I need, to, I need a person with agency. Yeah, I, I get that. I... I just think it's fun when they uh they let the players like sort of hack into like stuff that they're not supposed to see and be like, ooh, ooh, ooh mm-hmm. secret information for you. Yeah, I I really like that. I think that's all really cool. And I like that they made a uh, an in universe uh anarchy manifesto. <laughs> yeah. I mean I yeah, I think that we're also kind of pivoting into what you think of the the puzzles here as we're getting into emails and stuff like that. How are you feeling on that front? I think they're fun. Mm-hmm. I it's I like that they only had to brute force one of them, and they could have gotten the answer without actually brute forcing <laughs> it. Sometimes you brute force something just because you can, you know. Yeah, it's like uh, when you 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 do the weird builds that you can one shot a boss. You're just like, yeah, the game itself would be better if I didn't put all of my points into one big blast. <laughs> but it's kind of neat that I did, isn't it? Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> Sometimes you you gotta just dump the the whole code of a website <laughs> into an email and see what happens. <laughs> that and I love a good I love a good file file hunt, just a big exploration yeah. of saying, you know what? Have fun. We've we've built an online maze. File up Windows yeah, I, Explorer. Let's see how this goes. I love a file maze. I love when players get to like hack into the the email account of a character. Mm-hmm. That shit always gets me. Yeah, no, I think it's all really cool. How, uh, I mean, it, it, how preserved is this arg? Feels like a real cop-out question for an arg that's like 20 minutes old. Yeah. But it, I mean... <laughs> we'll get back to that question after this game launches, you know? Well, there are, like, the two sites that you can't access anymore, and I was still able to find everything that had been on them, mm-hmm. so... I would say well-preserved in that regard. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like we're documented well. I'm curious how... My my money is on once the uh, the the PR hype cycle for the new game ends. I bet yeah. that this is going to go away. Um, Probably. Like, I, I can see it going the way of, uh, of I Love Bees, where it becomes really uh, reliant on, f- like, fan mirroring to upkeep it. Mm-hmm. Well, so I, gu- I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah, I hope people keep it alive. I hope so too. I mean, knowing knowing Bungie fans, they probably will. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. They like their additional lore. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, cool. I guess today's episode's a, a little bit shorter than it was last week. But uh, do you have any uh, recommendations for me? I do. Um, my recommendation this week is that uh, you should make a Neopets account. That's my whole recommendation. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's my legitimate recommendation. I uh, I have gotten back down the Neopets rabbit hole 
the the site is now privately owned by uh by people who like spun it off from Jumpstart and are now like their own company. Um and like for the first time in its history, it is like now independently its own like the Neopets company. Um and uh and it's good and you should you should hop on and I mean <laughs> it's it's kind of crazy right now because I have heard through the grapevine that they only have five programmers on staff at the moment because they're Good they Lord. have like a really small team uh right now. But I know that like the the people who kind of like sun it off into its own thing are like actual like very long time players and supporters of the site that like really, really care about it. Um, which is nice. Uh and it's nice that Jumpstart isn't running it anymore. And um, they are actually answering support tickets now. So if you have an old Neopets account that you no longer remember the password to, uh, there's a good chance that you'll be able to get back into it. I know a lot of people who have. Will Will I and, be able um, to without my parents' permission? Yeah, you. Do, I I think you literally just need to know like the email address that it's connected to, <laughs> um, and they'll and they'll get you into it. Um, and there is supposed to be a new Neopets plot coming up sometime next year, and I'm very excited about Ooh. it. <laughs> well, Godspeed yeah. to the dev team behind that. Yeah, it's it's a really good time to get into it. I think the day this episode comes out will be the last day of the Fairy Festival, but they're basically doing an event right now that is, like, incentivizing people to, like clean out their inventories and like recycle a bunch of their old items for uh for prize points that you can then like buy rarer items and kind of like circulate back into the economy uh which is cool um and you can also get daily fairy quests and that's very cool because i've been able to actually paint a bunch of my pets uh which is Something that I haven't really been able to do in like the nineteen plus years of having a Neopets account. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm an adult and I understand how to make money on Neopets <laughs> um, and to and do quests uh, and and earn paintbrushes. Yeah, I I will say your pitch to me so far is you should do Neopets. They have all new chores you can do, and inflation's not as bad as it used to be. Listen, I like to do my silly little chores. I literally pitched Riley a stream today. I was like, hey, one Thursday I want to give you and Andrew the password to my Neofence account and just let you fuck around. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how that goes. <laughs> literally, I'm going to sell I your just pets. Set you up. <laughs> literally, I just want to set you up with like my list of daily tasks and two million neo points and see what happens. Because <laughs> I don't have any like valuable items that you could destroy. Like I, I don't give a shit. I'm gonna go sell a Grundo. I have a Grundo. Not His for name long. Is Champs Not the for Baking. long. Like, I think literally the only thing I would not let you do is, is like, repaint any of my rare pets. <laughs> you can sell my Grundo, I don't give a shit. The Neopets black market. We'll find it. Uh, that exists. I'm sure. <laughs> it absolutely exists. It's the exists. least surprising thing you've ever told me. Uh-huh. 
Um, anyway, Neopets is good. Uh, get get on there. We have a Moonshot Guild. Um, if you friend me, that's the guild that I'm in. Um, so yeah, if you listen to Moonshot and you want to join our guild, you should. <laughs> nice. I am trying to think if I have a recommendation this week. I feel like I haven't done anything. Oh, um, a uh, get your get your flu shots and vaccine uh, update if you oh, yeah. if you haven't. Uh, it's good. Uh, I got mine this past weekend, and then I spent the weekend on the couch watching the latest season of Only Murders in the Building. Um, oh shit, that that ruled. The season's really good. I don't remember any of it because <laughs> I was feverish <laughs> while watching. <laughs> But I liked it, and I'm excited to watch it again when I don't remember any of the twists. That's my other recommendation. Go watch it now that the whole thing is out, and you won't have to wait a week to see what happens. Yeah, uh, Only Murders in the Building, a really good show. It's an inc- like uh, just from the jump, the the concept of uh, what if there were three true crime podcast addicts who then got thrust into solving a true crime that happened at their apartment complex. Uh, mm-hmm. A, that's really fun and funny. Uh, B, it's Martin Short, uh, Steve Martin, and Selena Gomez, which is a very odd pairing uh, for the other two, but I think that they all work really well together. Um, and the the cast only continues to grow and get wild. Uh, Meryl Streep and Paul Rudder in the last season, and it's some of their best work, which is a thing that is not hard to say about Paul Rudd and is very hard to say about Meryl Streep. So, um, yeah. I, I would I would check it out. I think that the, the show is really good and continues to impress. Meryl Streep is so fucking good on it. Mm-hmm. Apparently she like came to Steve Martin and Martin Short and was like, please let me be on your show also. And they were like, yeah, we'll let you be on our show, Meryl Streep. Yeah. If you insist. <laughs> yeah. I know uh, Steve Martin did it because he was like, I want to be done acting. I want to be in New York at home with my kids. And they were like, what if we did a show in New York at an apartment complex that's basically yours? And he was like, yeah, I'll do that. It's my last show I'll do, but I'll milk this one for as long as I can. Yeah, it's great. It's awesome. Yeah, uh, check those out. I'd recommend the show. It's really great. Well, it feels weird to be cutting it off this early, but uh, (laughs) I guess that's going to do it for us. So... Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, uh, you can do so. You can find us on X, the Everything app. Uh, we're together at uh, Argonauts Pod. Otherwise, you can find me. I am at co-host Sherms. I am at Corpse Survivors. And if you want to find me on Neopets, I am KitKat24210. If you want to find me on Neopets... We have an Argonauts Neopets account, don't we? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I was just doing a bit. Uh, anyways, <laughs> if you want to get a hold of the show as a whole, you can do so. Uh, feel free to shoot us an email at argonautspodcast.gmail.com. Tell us about args you like, args you found, args you participated in that you think that we should cover. Um, and if you want to support the show and everything that we do at, uh, at, at Moonshot, you can find us. We are at uh, patreon.com slash moonshot network if you want to support us there and everything cool that we do. Yay. Um, and also Extra Life is coming up. Extra Life is coming up. When this episode drops, it'll only be, God, only a couple weeks away. Uh, November 11th. Yep. Mark your calendar. It's Rorino Rosaro's birthday. Also Veterans Day or something. Um, but yeah, you should you should get ready. Uh, we're going to have a lot of really cool stuff that is happening in my basement. We will see how that goes. I'm very excited. I am too. It's going to be a blast. I'm going to lock you in a garage. Hell yeah. Oh, I'm so excited to be locked in your, in your garage. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, until next time, 
Well, that's ARGS, baby. and their amazing friends, the Actual Play Podcast that steals. What does that mean? That means that we take stories from corporations and come back and tell our own fanfic-inspired actual plays with them. We do things like a Star Wars podcast that takes place 300 years after The Last Jedi. What if any Zoids media was good? We tell stories in those spaces that are better than the ones that the corporations tell us because we're not cowards please come join us at riley hopkins and their amazing friends to hear a plethora of wonderful stories every once in a while on the moonshot podcast network riley hopkins and their amazing friends hosted by me riley hopkins